0: So I know I'm probably a couple of years late (laughs) for something like this. But I just found it interesting that I decided to start this entire universe over again from scratch. Literally starting from Arrow Season 1 and moving forward. Trying to follow a particular watch guide that I got my hands on online. And I'm trying to do it in the order it specifies, so I can kind of gather how these were supposed to be viewed. I originally had only ever watched Arrow, and I had only watched Arrow up to about the beginning of Season 4, and then I kind of fell off, and I knew I had to because it was getting to the point where it was crossing over just with The Flash, And when they started The Flash, I remember watching the pilot, and I was very satisfied with what they were doing with it. And just to give a little grounds, I'm a big DC fan. I push more towards DC in many aspects, and I have mentioned that in other entries before, and that's why I decided at this point, I had never truly given the Arrowverts its undivided attention. So I decided, you know... I get a little bored, you know, I watch a lot of movies, I have a lot of downtime. I'm usually just watching other movies over again. Fuck it, I'm gonna do this entire catalog, because it's gonna, it takes up, like, not that it takes up time in a bad way, it just fills in gaps of time where I'm usually just re-watching movies I've already seen a dozen times over, and I can just take in this content Which is really good, and I'm really glad I did. So, this is part one of where I've gotten to so far. So, I've watched all of Arrow to the point where I had left off last. Which was up to about the mid of season four. Which is right around the time of mid-season two of The Flash. Where they have their second big crossover event. And the introduction of two other major characters into this universe. Um, Because at this point, the Arrowverse has already established its main team. Or I should say, the Arrow Show has already established its main team. Being Green Arrow, um, Speedy, Black Canary, and Spartan. And then you have The Flash, which has established Firestorm. And right now, they are working with the idea of... Uh, the multiverse and they're introducing that and it's pretty shocking to me that they did that as early as season two but again I'm just at the very beginning of this so it also reminds me of things I used to uh, talk about at the very infid years of Arrow I always looked at Arrow as being everything a Batman show could be if Batman was given the chance to have that kind of a play With a 23-episode season run, you could really do a lot with sticking true to a Batman story and getting it done right. I don't count Gotham as a true-to-Batman story. Gotham is basically an overextended version of what year one Batman should be, which is basically Bruce Wayne just learning how to be Batman. But the issue is, is that there is no Batman in all five seasons of that show. It's all about James Gordon, and it doesn't make any sense. James Gordon is not that big of a deal, but that those shows made him a big deal. Granted, the first season of Gotham was great— But the fact that there is no Batman in a show about all these other Batman characters, and Bruce Wayne is still an infant, you know, basically, it's just, it's a little upsetting to see them do that. Where they could have easily done something like Arrow. Arrow was a perfect template for what should have been Batman. Now, I also used to talk about how that was one of my little gripes with the fact that Arrow got all this play, and these things should really be Batman, And it upset me because I'm a big Batman fan and I want Batman to get more. I would love him to get a show like this. But now I'm also realizing, being that I'm up to the multiverse story portion of The Flash, that they're talking about all these different Earths already. So this could easily be looked at as just another story arc on another Earth in the vast DC Universe. And that would make perfect sense to me. Because I'm... If, if you look at it from that angle, everything that they're doing is perfectly fine. All the angles with Ra's al Ghoul and the League of Assassins and then Barry with with um, uh, the reverse flash and the introduction of Captain Zoom and how the, the betrayals of you know all these villains and everything, it's all done to, I guess honor the source material that these characters come from. While also making it work in this universe that they've set up without the ability to have a lot of these characters. Now, I know eventually, once they got Supergirl involved, Supergirl eventually led into Superman. Which eventually led into the Superman and Lois show that just aired not too long ago. Um, I think it's only up to a second season. So, I want to say it came out this year. Or maybe the second season is coming out next year. But yeah, this was the first season. uh, At the beginning of this year, I believe, the first season of Superman and Lois premiered. So it's nice to see Superman getting some play. I also know they have two full seasons of the Batwoman show that are also incorporated into this. And I'm right at that point where Supergirl had their first season on NBC. And they felt that it bombed, so they canceled it. CW swooped right in and said, nope, we're going to take this now. And they started doing Supergirl. And they started incorporating Supergirl into the Arrowverse. So there was a lot of cross between the Arrow, the Flash, and Supergirl. Then they beefed up this new show, Legends of Tomorrow, which is kind of weird to me. I didn't really, like, see the need for that show. It was kind of just like, oh, what do we do with all of these... Other characters. Let's just give them another show. I guess. I never really cared for it. So I never watched any of it. And it's up to at least the 6th or 7th season for that show too. So you got 8 seasons of The Flash... Arrow just ended after 8 seasons, you got 6 seasons of Supergirl, and I believe Supergirl is over too, you've got Legends of Tomorrow, which is up to 7, you've got Black Lightning, which has also started getting incorporated into the Arrowverse as well, that's on 4 seasons, Batwoman's got 2 seasons, and they just premiered Superman and Lois. Probably at a good point when you're thinking that Supergirl and Arrow are both out of the game. Now again, I'm very much in the infancy of what they were trying to do with this. Because literally after Season 2 of The Flash and Season 4 of Arrow, Legend of Tomorrow is born, Supergirl comes in, and then when you go into Arrow Season 5 and Flash Season 3, you've got Legends of Tomorrow, you've you've got all four of these shows that you kind of have to watch all together and they're all on the same network and they all have these different crossover things now i'm only at them doing it twice they've only done it twice one flash and arrow crossover at the beginning where it was the flash versus the green arrow that whole story arc and now this one which introduced um hawkman and hawk girl so i just finished that and now i'm going into arrow season five Flash Season 3, I gotta watch Legends of Tomorrow uh, season, season 1, and then I gotta watch Supergirl Season 1, and that's gonna lead me into what is supposed to be the next big crossover event, which I believe was um, titled Invasion, and it involves those four shows. And then it's supposed to lead all the way down into its very... Other few um, seasons, I want to say it was uh, season six of Arrow. I haven't gotten there yet, but I know that Crisis on uh, Infinite Earths is coming up. I know it's it's coming up, and I know I have a long way to go, but that's why I want to watch all of this in the order it was meant to be seen, because I want to be able to appreciate what they did with these shows to get these stories out there. Crisis on Infinite Earths is a huge storyline, and the fact that they were able to give us this in these shows, to me, is tremendous, and I can't wait to get up to that point. Again, this is only part one. I'm probably going to do a couple of parts of this as I finish every few seasons. I've only done the very minor early years, the early infancy of this universe that they built literally across eight shows i think it also incorporates star girl in some way i think in some way shape or form even though it's not a cw show i don't think star girl is a cw show but i do believe star girl in some aspects gets involved with the universe and what is she on she was on the dc universe um service i believe so I, maybe it went to HBO Max. I'm not sure, but I think that's up to its second season, and I think it's going to slowly get involved in the Arrowverse as well uh, at some point. Um, because it's still, you know, it's still all WB. It's still CW is a Warner Brothers network. Th- they own it. You know, they they were even like, able to cross over the Flash in an episode of Supergirl when Supergirl was still on NBC. So I'm pretty sure Stargirl is going to get some sort of incorporation. But that's eight eight shows eight different shows are able to do this for and they're still going even though two big hitters you know you have arrow that started it all that's over but it's still called the Arrowverse. then you got supergirl that's kind of bowed out of everything it's just nice to see that this is still thriving and that's why i, I like that i picked up on it again and i really want to get invested in you know like reinvest myself in this universe and get up to date with it, you know, catch up and like be able to watch it as everybody else is watching it in in, in a way, you know. So uh, it also is just bringing back all these memories I felt about, you know, just, just even the first season of Arrow. When you watch the first season of Arrow, you see a lot of those hints where you sit there and you go, they really weren't expecting this to go anywhere. At least that's the feeling I get. From the first two seasons of Arrow, you're not expecting a lot. You're not seeing a lot. They're just kind of going with the flow, building the Arrow show. And then I guess they eventually decided, yes. I mean, if they had a vision for it, you cannot tell in the first season. So the first season is just kind of a standalone. You can watch that and not have to watch anything else ever again. It's really its own separate story. Like It's talking about, you know, he's just coming back from the island. It's back when he was killing bad guys instead of just, like, injuring them and putting them in jail. It's back when he had the list in the book of all the names he had to cross off to avenge his father's death. Once that whole storyline is done after season one, then you kind of see them doing other things. But I I just feel like... They didn't have any idea where they were going in season one, thinking at all that it was going to grow into what it is today. Like, I'm telling you, it's eight... Sho- okay, so it's eight different shows. Let's say seven. I don't know about Stargirl, but let's let's say seven different shows. It's like 40 seasons right now. Maybe a little less than that, depending on what seasons they're still in the middle of. But it's at least seven shows, anywhere from five, four, four or five, to at least seven or eight um seasons apiece, so we're talking a little less than 40 shows, that's something around like 600 episodes, that is a huge universe they've been able to build in 7 years, like, Arrow came out in like 2013 or 2012, like, it's been 7 or 8 years that they've been building this and it just goes to show you that if they were able to give this much attention and have this much patience for for the DC characters that they have for these shows give it to the films and they will be just as good. As what these shows have given us. These shows have given us tremendous content. I'm loving getting back into this. And I can't wait to pick up on it more tomorrow. When I start watching um, the first season of Supergirl. Because I'm at the point where it's telling me now I have to watch at least the first 17 episodes of season 1 of Supergirl. And then I can get back into finishing The Flash uh, season 2, and then Arrow Season 4, and then I gotta start Legends of Tomorrow right after that, and I just I just love this. I love how there's all this content right now that I can engulf myself in, and it's all part of a universe that I love and doesn't get enough credit, and just seeing what they've been able to do with this and just being out of the loop for the last four years, getting back into it and realizing, holy shit, they've done better than even I thought they were gonna be capable of. If you can do this for random cw shows you can do this for the films give the films another chance but i'll be happy with wherever these films line up and i can't wait to get up to the point where we're talking crisis on infinite earths because that's gonna be amazing it has to be it just has to be